0: Hi, I'm Mike Pickles, and you're listening to The Daily Deal Podcast, where you hear about inspirational stories from folks like you and I. Sit back, relax, and enjoy! So, welcome to an op- another episode of the Daily Deal podcast with Mike Pickles. And today's guest comes all the way from Fort Smith, beautiful Fort Smith, Northwest Territories, and she is the recipient of the 2020 National Indigenous Coaching Award. Please welcome Veronica Lee McDonald.
1: Hi, thank you for having me.
0: You're most welcome. How are you doing today?
1: I'm good, good. A little bit tired, but
0: pretty good. And are you in Fort Smith right now?
1: No, I'm not. I'm currently living in Yellowknife.
0: Oh, okay, okay, but you were in Fort Smith previously.
1: Yes, I grew up um, in Fort Smith, and I lived there in my entire life, so um, it's only a recent transition to Yellowknife within the last four years, but yeah, so um, I've been living here in Yellowknife where it's super cold.
0: It is super cold, I think it's minus 27 today. Yeah, it's freezing. (laughs) Well, let's get right at it. First of all, congratulations on your- Thank you so much. How does it feel?
1: it was a little overwhelming at first. Um, it was also a huge shock to me. Um, but now it's kind of settling in and I kind of finally get why I want it. So
0: <laughs> it's and pretty
1: good, it's a good feeling.
0: So when did you actually receive it? Like a couple of weeks ago, a month ago?
1: So I got it before the virtual presentations were taking place um they shipped it to me as well as like a little welcome basket or a congratulation basket that had a lot of goodies in it and so um yeah i got it right
0: before our virtual awards there wow so let me ask you how did you get into coaching
1: um so i i didn't actually get into coaching i never really knew like specifically what a coach was, but within um, Inuit games, you're always asked to, you know, um, help out your opponents and continuously tell them how they can improve. Like it's a very friendly game competition rather than, you know, hoping you're winning against your other competitors. So when I say that I started coaching, I say that I started coaching when I started competing in Inuit games. So um, I went to my first Arctic Winter Games and, um, at the age of eight. Um, at that point, I didn't actually, you know, physically know what I was doing completely as there's a lot of girls older than me and a lot more experience. But um, as I grew up and I got used to competition and the way it is, I, I think I got more into the coaching aspect of telling them, this is how I did it. Um, it might benefit you. Um, so um I would say, yeah, whenever I started Arctic Winter Games or Arctic Sports and got into the the flow of everything and how it is. And then from there, I started coaching volleyball. I did some soccer teams here and there. I currently coach U16 potential volleyball. So, um, yeah, and then that just translated to me um, transferring my coaching and my skills to um, other
0: athletes around the north. So you compete in the Arctic Winter Games as well, correct?
1: Yeah, I've actually went to seven Arctic Winter Games so far.
0: Wow. Seven. Would have been
1: eight this year, but.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, and what like, what were some of your um, events, your, your best events, favorite events?
1: Um. So the way I grew up is I was told to have every event as my favorite event. Therefore, um, I would try my hardest in all of them, right? Um, but of course, you know, there is a couple events that you know, do stick out with you that are easier than the others and like things like that. So um, it, it changes for me from year to year, depending on, you know, what I was better at this year, what I tried to work on better the next year. And, you know, I ended up being very good that year. So it really varies for me. Um, when I first started, it was kneeling jump. And I, I tried my hardest um, growing up to try and, you know, set a record just like my mother did And, um, so kneeling jump was my first record I've ever set. Um, and it became my favorite event just because of that. And I tried my hardest growing up, like I said, since I was five years old, growing up into my art Winter games career, um, I tried my hardest to beat the junior girls kneeling jump, which was held for 23 years. And I tried every Arctic Winter games until 2012 when I finally was like confident enough, I trained hard enough and I finally beat that 23-year-old record. Um, so that was my favorite event. After that, it became two foot, two foot high kick. Um, and I and it was because in 2012 I also came um, two inch or actually tried to tie the record that year. Um, and it was crazy how it happened and I've never actually really liked two foot <laughs> until that year and when I tried to tie it and then I just slowly tried to get better at it and I slowly you know started winning more at it and I keep trying to tie the record it's it's very hard for me but I I keep trying and I'd still say that's probably my favorite one today Um, and then Alaskan I've also um, taken a a love to Alaskan high kick Um, it's such a beautiful event if you have ever seen it and um, I've actually kicked the highest I've ever kicked I've actually beaten my mom's height, which is my goal for everything. Um, and then 2018 is when I beat it. I kicked six foot for Alaskan high kick, and so I've really taken a love to that. And I'm constantly trying to improve so I can kick higher than what I've done. Right. So I I really like Alaskan, but then there's also triple jump where I got my most re- recent world record in um, in 2018 in Fort Smith, my hometown. Um, so I don't know. I have also loved triple jump the entire time. As you can tell, I'm a jumper. So um, I don't know, I just, it just changes. I just love all the sports except for one foot. I'm not very good at one foot, but uh, I still love it. I'll still do it and I'll still try my hardest, so.
0: Well, you mentioned your mom a few times. Let's give a shout out to your mom. Who's your mom?
1: My mother is Mika McDonald. Um, she's been my role model, my inspiration for this whole entire career I had. she's um, She's been a world record holder herself went to numerous Arctic Winter Games. She is, uh, she's a legend with herself within the Arctic Winter Games community. Um, she was also sitting on the uh, in International Games um, Committee there for a while until she recently stepped down. So um, she's been my whole role model this entire time. And my grandfather actually coached me growing up and as well as her. So it's been a family thing.
0: <laughs> So you made like a lot of your events that you mentioned are, are kicking or jumping. So how tall are you?
1: I am only five foot six. Well, I'm five foot five and a half, but I like to say I'm five six. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy how high you can see some of us. You can be, you know, pretty short and still kick, you know, well over six feet. It's, uh, it's all dependent on, you know, your strength and your conditioning and how hard you try to train, right?
0: Yeah, that's what I was gonna get at. Is if you're if you're five six and you're competing against people that are who knows what five ten six feet and you're still beating them.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's uh it's all crazy. It's um it really all depends on how you break it down. And I was so fortunate to have my grandfather, um you know really try and break it down so that we could grow up and you know be good at this. And so um, from what he's taught me, I've really translated it onto myself and coaching myself over the years of how to um, break it down even more so that um, not only I can learn, but I can now teach it to others to learn just as I did.
0: Now, you mentioned you were in seven, almost eight because of the COVID, but seven AWGs. What countries did you go to?
1: Um, so I've gone to, well, I've gone to Alaska. Um, the first ones I've ever, first Airborne Games I've ever went to were just in um, Fort McMurray, Alberta. Um, My second ones I went to were in Fairbanks, Alaska. The third ones I went to were here in Yellowknife. Um, And then the fifth one I went to was in Whitehorse. Um, And then I went back again to Fairbanks, Alaska. Oh wait, no, my second ones were in Kenai, Alaska. Kenai, Alaska, and then my sixth ones were in Fairbanks, Alaska. I didn't get to go to Greenland, I had knee surgery. Um, so I, I had a really weak knee and I wasn't able to compete, unfortunately. So I missed out on Greenland, but then, yeah. And then I coped, I uh, competed in my hometown of Fort Smith.
0: Now I'm curious, you know, when you, when you talk about hockey, they say Canadians are good at hockey, the best at hockey. When you talk about the games, which country or Canadian or athletes would you consider are the best at that? You know, they sort of take to it easily.
1: Uh, in all honesty, I am not a hundred percent like, I would say that like us as Canadians and, you know, in team NWT we're, we're very good at it too, because we do teach it around the North and, um, we do, you know, try to promote it as much as we can, especially recently. Um, so, you know, you see a lot of the youth growing up and being very good at it, but in Alaska per se, they, they have a lot more competitions with Inuit games um, and as well as traditional games. They don't just do Inuit games, they do Daddy games as well. Um, So they have NYIO, which is New Northern Native Youth Olympics that they go to every school and do as well as they have World Eskimo Indian Olympics that they have every summer, um, as well as the Arctic Winter Games. So they have a lot more exposure. So a lot more um, kicking time than we do um so they're very good at it they can break down a lot more they really know how to do the alaskan high kick as you can tell um so they're very good at that and then um yukon's also very good they're also really getting into you know sharing the sport and getting more people involved in it um greenland as well greenland are amazing people um really good at the one foot high kick and little paskin high kick they're just all i'd say everybody who does in games is just a well-rounded athlete and i just i don't think there's a specific place as to where i think the best athletes come from i just think any athlete that, that tries Inuit games is just you know that they're just a well-rounded athlete
0: yeah if they can compete in those activities yeah they seem like well-rounded athletes for sure so I also know or hear that you're quite the slow-pitch player as well, is that correct?
1: Uh, <laughs> I try. <laughs> I mean, um, I, I wouldn't say it's my favorite sport. <laughs> um, it's just something fun to do in the summertime for me. Um, but I do love it. I love softball and I constantly try to get better at it, so just like as any sport that I do. Um, <laughs> That's funny that you say that because I literally go home every night after softball saying I hate softball.
0: Because <laughs> I know you competed in the Native Worlds, uh, was it in Las Vegas?
1: Yeah, yeah, I went to Native Worlds in Las Vegas with my mother actually. Um, it, was a, it was a really cool opportunity that we had. Um, we had a team um, from within Canada trying to build one and go um, that was local, more from Fort Smith, the area. Um, But it ended up getting canceled last minute and my mom and I already had our tickets booked ready to play. And so um, what happened is we just contacted another team from down in southern Alberta, who was going and they said that they'd love us to have us on their team. Um, and so, yeah, and so we ended up going down to Las Vegas and playing with um, a bunch of random people that we didn't even know. And we had a great time. It was a super, super cool experience, uh, especially being in Las Vegas to do it, you know. Um, and we had a lot of fun. It was huge. It was a huge event. And, um, yeah, I would 100% do it if I ever got the chance to do it ever again.
0: <laughs> so what's what advice would you give for uh... – up and coming athletes?
1: My advice to any athlete growing up is um, no matter like how silly or how hard it looks, um, always try your best, Um, especially within your games, you know, like the events that we do look really hard, you know, you have to jump with two feet, kick and land on the same foot you're kicking with, you know, or jump with two feet, pretend that they're really close together as if they're tied together and land on the same two feet. Um, so it gets really intimidating and it does look hard, but, um, I say that, you know, no matter how hard you try, you know, you might actually end up loving it. Right. So, um, I always say, always give your, you know, your hundred percent effort and everything. So that's my advice is don't try something, do not try something because it looks hard.
0: Right. That's good advice. So Veronica, how many records have you actually broken and how many more do you hope to break?
1: So currently, I have two records. I have one within the Junior Girls Kneeling Jump, um, which is 52 and a half, one eighth of an inch. Um, And then I have the Open Women's Triple Jump. Um, I can't actually tell you how far I did that because it was a complete surprise to me. and then that's about it right now. What I really, my two events that I really want to try for the records are is um, is a two foot high kick, which I, which I always get to the record, but I can never kick it. And I'm really trying my hardest to try and get to that height. And so that's really one of my biggest ones that I don't think I'll quit until I get it. Um, and then as Alaskan high kick, it's, it's a really like high height the girl who set the record is one of my good friends and she's just amazing at it. she can go vertical and she kicked um six feet 11 inches um in the alaskan and so i've kicked six feet so far um and the highest i've ever kicked before that was five seven and so i'm really hoping i can start moving up you know three inches at a time in hopes to finally get there because i would love just to go vertical and just try it just to see if I could, it could happen to me. And so, I don't know, even if I don't reach it, but that's one of my goals eventually.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, it's interesting because like in, uh, I don't know, wrestling or boxing or UFC, they have like weight divisions, right? But yeah. You, like regardless of your height, you just it's just open?
1: Yeah, so it goes, well, in Arctic Winter Games, um, we have four categories, so there's junior female, junior male, then open female, open male, and we actually don't have, um, an age limit on, um, our events because it's traditional games. You shouldn't, I feel like as you grow up, you shouldn't, you know, give up on your sport, um, especially traditionally because these were taught, you know, um, on the land, anybody who could try it could do it, um, regardless of your age, and I love that about our sports, and, um, know for art corner games purposes for you know kids learning and everything like that I, i like that they have a junior division um so it's less intimidating going against you know older girls who are more experienced at it um so that would be about 17 and under um and then it's 18 and up for open at wio though um they don't have age categories they just you have to be 10 years old and up to be able to compete and you compete against everybody, which I think is very interesting because you get that, you know, exposure to, um, competing against, you know, the more experienced girls. And like I said, within our sports, you're constantly coaching one another. So I think it's really cool to be able to compete against them and see how you implement your coaching, um, to them, um, into your own sports. So I think there's downfalls to age categories, but I also think there's, you know, pros and cons to it all.
0: Yeah, that is cool. That is cool. Um, Since I had you here, you want to give a shout out to anybody back in Fort Smith?
1: (laughs) I just love my community. If I could give a shout out, I'd say shout out to all of Fort Smith because I love everybody there. They've supported me so much. You should have seen the gym when we were competing. Everybody was there. I just, I love my town. I love going back there. I love everybody within it. So if I, I can pinpoint one person if I, if you had to tell me my <laughs> my Maybe my brother, because I love him, and my sisters.
0: Do <laughs> you make it back quite often, or just a couple times a year?
1: Uh, I try and go back as much as I can. Um, I do work full-time, and I do have a busy schedule, as you know. I do coach U16 girls volleyball, and I try and do my sports club, and uh, I work full-time and try and have a social life, and so... <laughs> It's very hard for me to come back um but I do try and make it back as much as I can plus my spouse loves to go snowmobiling there so we try and go there in the winters a lot
0: yeah you're busy you can tell you're busy so speaking about busy what's next for Veronica McDonald
1: what's next um I'm really trying to focus on my Arctic Sports Club it's been with COVID and everything it's been tough you know getting my club started again and um trying to get all the logistics figured out, but I'm slowly getting there. Um, I also have to think around, you know, going around Christmas and everything like that. I also have a car that I have to bring down south and have to come back and isolate. So I'm hoping, hoping, praying that I can finally start my club up in February. And then I really want to focus my time on that on my weekends as well as my volleyball club. And um, (laughs) I don't know, maybe some time for myself in there as well, but who knows. as well as training for myself. I'd love to train and like I said, beat those records or even get close to them um, just because I, I love doing that in my free time as well. So um, I think that's what's in the future for me. Other than that, I'm a pretty boring person.
0: <laughs> you mentioned your clubs, where are your clubs at? Where do these clubs take place?
1: So I coach G16 potential girls volleyball. at ball. Um, I'm one of the co-coaches, so I'm not a head coach. I just love to do it just to help out. Um, it gets me out of the house. I also, I love volleyball as well. It's one of my, my other favorite sports that I do. Um, so I just help out with that. I go and, you know, teach other girls and help them out with that. So that takes um, place at one of the schools here. And then my Arctic Sports Club is taking place at one of the gyms here. I'm not too sure yet. Still trying to figure that out. Um, and that usually happens about once a week. So.
0: Okay. All right. so today's guest was Veronica Lee McDonald. She is the recipient of the 2020 National Indigenous Coaching Award, and as you can tell from her, she's attended almost eight AWGs. She's won many, beaten many records and still more to come. She's busy with coaching. Um, Thank you very much for, for taking some time today to speak to me, Veronica. I really do appreciate it.
1: Yeah, for sure. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. It was great.
0: And I wish you nothing but the best in the future. And I hope you beat those records that you're you're, aspiring for. Thanks so much. I really
1: appreciate it.
0: Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, and I hope you did, be sure to subscribe and share with your family and friends. And remember, you may be given a cactus in life, but you don't have to sit on it.